This is Viterbi Voices, the podcast, your chance to hear stories about research, classes, student life, and more directly from our faculty, students, and other members of the engineering community here at the University of Southern California. In this episode, Sabina talks to class of 2017 graduates Ellen and Daisy about their life after graduation, discussing how they spent their first summer as adults, their plans for the next couple of years, and some career advice for current and prospective students. Welcome back to Viterbi Voices. This is episode... 59. 59. Uh, Rhea, welcome back. You're actually in my office now. Yeah, now I'm back at school. It's exciting. It's the first week of classes. Mm-hmm. Your summer is officially over. <laughs> We're recording this on Thursday. Yes. And so this is your fourth day of class. Uh-huh. Oh, what's it been like? It's been good so far. Um, You're a junior now. Yeah, I'm a junior now. It's weird. Halfway done. Um, (laughs) But it's nice because as a junior, I'm taking a lot more upper division classes, and they're in much more niche kind of areas. Like I'm taking a really cool biomechanics class. I'm taking a cadaver anatomy class, which is super interesting. I'm excited. It's going to be a good year. Very cool. Um, And so there's a lot of things happening, but really quickly, what is this episode about? Episode 59. So episode 59 is all about post-graduation. I know you guys all kind of want to hear about what goes on during college, but after college is pretty exciting too. And we got Ellen and Daisy to talk a little bit about what their post-graduation plans were during undergrad and how those kind of played out and what they're doing now. Yeah, cool. So Ellen is working at Amazon, right? Yes, okay. she is. So that's be cool to hear about some of the stuff mm-hmm. she's done and now she's a computer science major and um, moving on to Amazon. Also, I don't know if it comes up in the episode or not, but uh, Ellen was our valedictorian for the class of uh, 2017. Mm-hmm. And Daisy is doing our progressive degree program. Is that yes. right? Okay. Yeah, she is. Okay. And she's also working part-time at Ramble, which is a really cool environmental consulting company. Very cool. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, and so, Rhea, you've moved back in, um, but also you weren't here the last couple of days because where were you? <laughs> So this is a funny story because actually, um, hopefully some of you guys may know, August 21st, we had a full total eclipse, um, a solar eclipse. And I was actually camping in Oregon to watch the, to- I was in the path of totality. So I wanted to see the complete eclipse happen. And it was an incredible experience. Was it? Yeah. Did it was it like super dark? Really cool. It was, so it got completely dark. It got completely cold because the sun was totally blocked out, which I never really thought about. But then <laughs> it was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it was amazing. It got completely dark. And then um, there was this whole thing about, oh, you can't look at the sun without your glasses. And, and that was too true during the eclipse's progression. But during totality itself, we could take off our glasses because it was blocked out. And it was so amazing to look at. How long did totality last? Two and a half minutes. Two and a half minutes. How long have you been planning this trip? <laughs> for like the last two months. For oh, really? Two and a half minutes, and yeah. Was this just like friends or family? Or it what? was with my family, actually. So what happened was I have a twin brother who's super into this astronomy. He's like a really into physics and astrophysics and stuff. Um, but he planned a trip with his friends. And then he was telling my parents about it. And then my parents were like, oh, that sounds really cool. Let's go, too. So <laughs> me and my parents went on one trip. My brother went on another trip with his friends. And it, his trip ended up a lot more streamlined and, and effective than ours did because we were camping and we were driving our car from the Bay Area to Oregon uh-huh. and the traffic was just horrible. Because everyone was going up. There. Yeah. And going up was honestly not bad. There was some traffic once we got closer to Madras, which is where we were. Um, I think it took about 10 hours to drive up there. 
but the way back, everyone was going out at the same time because everyone was like, okay, the eclipse is over. I'm just going to book it home. It took us 18 and a half hours to get home from Oregon to the Bay Area. How long should that normally take? Like nine. Oh my gosh. It literally took twice as much time. It was horrible. I was so upset. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and now that I drive um, in high school, like, or I guess middle school, early high school, um, my parents would just drive on road trips and I'd just sleep in the back. Right. But now I'm a college student and I drive. So we were just rotating between me and my, my parents. Mm -hmm. So I got the shift from like 12 to 4 a.m. It was awful. That's not good. Yeah. That's not good. Ooh, I'm glad you stayed awake. <laughs> I did. I got some safe. coffee. <laughs> okay, good. Well, welcome back. And the semester is underway. Uh, I know the first week of classes is always exciting. It's always mm -hmm. fun to watch the freshmen walk around. <laughs> Because they, they don't know where they're going, but they like to pretend they know where they're going. And so there's this there's this confident, like, I'm going to walk past a class, and then mm -hmm. I'm going to circle back around and be like, <laughs> okay, that's my class. Yeah. Um, and it, it, I just want to send a note out to all of them if they're listening. It's okay if you don't know where you're going. Everybody gets through that, and mm -hmm. it's kind of the beginning um, and it all looks, it all works out fine. Yeah. Also, uh, if there are any of those current students out there listening, uh, don't don't feel uh, nervous to say hello. I, I keep walking by people and making eye contact and smiling and they get this kind of like, I don't know if I should say hello. Uh, and the admission process is, is so uh, fast and fleeting, but being current students, we're going to be here for quite some time. Mm -hmm. And so it's a little bit easier. Yeah. Um, so cool stuff happening now with our current students back in. From the admissions standpoint, for the, all of you prospective students, uh, the admission process is well underway, as we've said. Uh, I would take a look at viterbiadmission.usc.edu to check out where we're going to be going in the next couple months. We have a, uh, a set of programs that will be going on around the country, uh, from actually around the world, actually. We're going to be all over Asia and India, all over the country, uh, doing admission receptions for the university. These are university-wide admission receptions with representatives from across the university, including financial aid. And the engineering school will be at the majority of them. So take a look at our website to see where we're going to be. Uh, for example, I'll be in the Bay Area, September 23rd and September 24th, holding two different programs up there to talk to prospective high school seniors about the application process and about the engineering school. We're going to be uh, you know, everywhere, Hawaii, New York, Boston, uh, Texas, Dallas, in Dallas, Houston, and Texas, Chicago, Portland, Seattle, um, you know, all through the path of totality, I guess. Is, 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 is it what it's called? The path of totality? Yeah, the path of totality. Okay. <laughs> um, it just sounds so like deathly, the path of totality. It really does. They were capitalizing on that. They oh. made some t-shirts with all of that. They were selling them on my campsite. They were making bank off this campsite. Yeah. Yeah. I've already it was seen... someone's cornfield. Like he just, oh, really? she, yeah, she just sectioned off like 20 by 20 squares in yeah. her cornfield yeah. and there was maybe like 300, 400 people there. Oh my it gosh. Crazy. Yeah. Was it worth it? <laughs> I think it was worth it, but... The drive back was definitely just awful. Two and like, a half minutes? It was two and a half minutes. It went by super fast. It felt like 30 seconds when it was happening. Um, but looking, like thinking back on it, there's, I've never experienced anything like that. And mm -hmm. it was so, so cool. And yeah, the drive was really frustrating when it was happening. And I was like, oh, I need to go, I need to get back to school. Like, I need to get home. Yeah. But um, it, I think it was worth it. Yeah. Okay. Okay, well, that's good. good, good, good. Um, anyway, uh, so we'll get out of the way here. Is there, unless there's anything else we need to talk about? No, um, I hope our freshmen are having a really great first week of classes and prospective students. Yeah, keep uh, getting excited. 
All right, so let's give it over to Savina, who is talking to Ellen and Daisy about their postgraduate plans and the cool stuff that they're doing after college. All right, so hi, my name is Ellen. Um, I double majored in computer science and physics, and I graduated this past May. I'm Daisy. I am my first year master's student officially today. I'm doing a master's in environmental engineering and I also did my undergrad here in environmental engineering as well. So what have you been doing over the summer and is that any different than the kind of things that you did during your summers while you were in undergrad? Yeah, so this summer I actually got to intern at Los Alamos National Lab in New Mexico. I got to do that through this program called the Mickey Leland Energy Fellowship. And it was pretty different than anything I had done during my undergrad. Um, I had, let's see, my freshman year, I interned for this aerospace company. Mm -hmm. And then my sophomore year, I did research at UC Berkeley for like uh, wastewater treatment, mm -hmm. design of wetlands. So very di different. And then my junior summer, I interned here in LA for an environmental engineering consulting firm called Ramble Environ doing like air quality permitting. And this summer I was working on CO2 sequestration. This summer has been a lot more relaxed than previous years for me. Um, right after graduation, I went on a Europe trip for about a month. I spent two weeks out there with my family and then I met up with my roommate who's also a software engineer uh, for the other two weeks. It was really, really fun. Um, and then after that, I pretty much have just been hanging out at home and like getting nice and bored until I had to start work. My summers before that were, were a lot more busy because I was always doing summer school or internships or things like that. I did summer school for the first two summers, so after my freshman and sophomore year, just because of the whole double major thing, I was like trying to, trying to get ahead and take the classes that I knew were going to be time consuming. Um, so I only did one internship and that was after my junior year. So last summer I interned with Amazon in Seattle. Um, I was working for a team in the, the third-party marketplace organization. Um, so I decided to return there full-time, but I actually am now working in their Santa Monica office um, for Amazon Instant Video. So all of the, the prime movies and things like that. How did you hear about the opportunity? Was USC Career Services of any help, or did you kind of do your own research? How did that work? And actually, the job I have today, I would not have without them. Um, I, so I got my internship with Amazon by going to Grace Hopper, which is a conference for women in technology. And um, I heard about it and was able to go because the USC Computer Science Department gave me a scholarship to go. So they paid for me to fly out there and put me up in a hotel and was able to go to this conference like attend a lot of like tech talks about things going on in the industry and I interviewed with four or five different companies and ended up um, landing on working for Amazon and then after my internship I got a full-time offer and pretty much was done from there. I actually just came across this program at I went to two different conferences mm -hmm. um, one of them was the HENAC the Great Minds in STEM HENAC conference here in Pasadena mm -hmm. and that I got sponsored from USC to attend um, so I went to that and the Department of Energy was there and I was like I'm gonna go talk to them but then they were like oh but we also have this special fellowship program that I think you would be interested in so they gave me a, pa a pamphlet and so that's how I found out actually it was through going to conferences mm -hmm. and then I went home and I like looked it up and I applied. 
That's awesome. Yeah, it was, it's been a great learning experience. We got to, um, the first week that we were there, they flew us out to Washington, D.C., mm -hmm. and we got to go to the DOE headquarters and, like, listen to all these people that work, have been working for the DOE, like, all mm -hmm. their lives. And then, like, we came back, Did re I was there for 10 weeks on a project, and then we they flew us out at the end to present our research in Pittsburgh. Okay. Um, and we were with, like, there were 50 other fellows in different labs across the country so i mean it was a, it's a really cool program so i'm really glad i did it yeah i mean the coolest thing so far is just like we're also in the same office as amazon studios so like their movie production company so just like being at work and like around just like the movie industry is really kind of interesting as a software engineer and just everything that we talk about it's all like oh we gotta do this for the game of thrones launch and blah 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 even the most mundane of meetings have, like, the most interesting subject matter. So it's actually kind of an interesting situation because um, the Santa Monica office has been growing a lot recently. So my team is actually pretty new. They've only been around for a few months. So even though I'm, like, the new person, in some ways I actually am, like, a little bit more familiar with some of, like, the builder tools and things like that than even some of the people who have been working on the team before me. So, like, for example, one of the projects that we're working on right now uses, like, Amazon, like, AWS, their DynamoDB um, tool, and I had used that for a previous project, but I was the only one who had any experience. So it's been kind of nice, like, to be able to contribute in that way. But for now, yeah, I just, I like being around the movies. I was, it was funny, my first day, my boss was, like, asking about my family, and I mentioned, like, oh, yeah, my brother works in television. And he was like, yeah, well, now so do you. And I was like, what? Why did you choose to go into the industry as opposed to maybe doing grad school or something else? Yeah. So, I mean, I, as far as grad school, like, personally, I had never contemplated really going to grad school in CS just because, like you mentioned, it's just not as necessary and more likely like people only do it if they're really interested in research, but like having a master's degree isn't necessarily a leg up in your career when you can just start right away and get experience. Um, I did think about going to grad school in physics for a while, um, but basically decided to put that off just because I was kind of burned out on school. I've done a lot of school in the last four years. Yeah. So Going into my senior year, I was kind of like lost, I would say, and I wasn't sure like 100% what I wanted to do. As you can tell, I had had a range of opportunities, but like I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. So I got a like return job offer from the environmental engineering consulting firm that I had interned at, but during that summer I had mentioned to them that I was interested in going to graduate school. Mm -hmm. So because I was very, like, wasn't sure what to do, my junior year I applied to the USC's progressive degree program. Mm -hmm. And I still hadn't heard back from them, so I didn't know. Um, and then it wasn't until August when school started again that I got the email, like, oh, you've been accepted into the progressive degree program. So I just about applied to a whole bunch of fellowships mm -hmm. and got a, lot of, got a lot of them. So I'm getting a master's degree for free, so why not? So for your field, is that something that a lot of people do? Do they go to grad school? Do they start working? I think um, it's it's variable. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's definitely almost, I think, my graduating class, we're a small major, so uh -huh. my graduating class was six of us. Out of the six of us, three of us are going to grad school. I do think that the people that did go straight into industry are definitely at some point planning on going back to school. Mm -hmm. um, whether that's like while they're working or in like two or three years or whatever, I think that it's not 
necessarily a thing. You don't have to get a master's. Like, uh-huh. you can definitely get a job straight out of school. Yeah. Um, with a BS, environmental engineering. But I think if you want to work on more of those technical projects, um, if you want to go into research, then definitely going to graduate school is yes. it's a good idea. Yeah, so I mean, I would say the vast majority of the people I know are working in the industry. Now, like, that can mean a lot of different things. I have a lot of people who are working at big companies like I am or working at maybe smaller mid-range companies or startups or even working in software but sort of in other industries like in aerospace or things like that. Um, I also know a few people who are doing this sort of travel the world and teach coding, like what people used to do with teaching English. It's now becoming popular, so I know some people who like went to South Africa and are teaching coding camps and things like that. Um, I have a couple friends who are also, I think one friend I know who's going on to do a PhD. But um, yeah, I think the vast majority of people are, are, are working in some way. I think that for now... I think after I'm done with my master's program, I'll probably take a year off mm-hmm. and either work in industry or go back and work at the lab. Mm-hmm. And then after that, um, either start a PhD program or, you know, start applying at least. Yeah. Cool. So I guess the last thing I wanted to ask is, do you have any advice for students, um, I guess undergrads in general, freshmen even, who aren't sure what they want to do after graduation, like with their degree? Yeah, so if there's one thing I've learned is that nobody knows what they want to do. <laughs> Everyone thinks they do, but they're kind of just going with what they like. Yeah. Um, and I've talked to so many people, whether that's in industry, like my managers, or that was at the lab, my mentor and other scientists, and I was just like, how'd you know like what you wanted to do? And they're like, honestly, I still don't know what I want to <laughs> do, and you kind of never figure it out. Mm-hmm. So I would say not to stress about it. Do what you enjoy. Yeah. Um, I say don't try to make a five-year plan, have a one-year plan. Okay. So know what you're going to do in the next year and set goals for that. So if you're a freshman, you know, make sure you're getting good grades. And in the summer, try to do research or, you know, get an internship. And then take it one step at a time. Mm-hmm. But if you're absolutely measurable in what you're doing, you're not going to be good at it. So yeah. don't be afraid to switch majors. Don't be afraid to try different things. I tried a whole bunch of things, mm-hmm. and, like, it wasn't until my last summer that I really, like, found something that I was really passionate about. Um, so, yeah, don't don't feel that you have to be confined to one thing. That's what I say. Cool. Try different stuff. Yeah, I mean, in general, and for CS and, and other engineering students, I would just say, like, take advantage of all the opportunities you have to try out different things at school. Like, internships and research positions and everything like that are built for you to try out potential career paths in a sort of like low stress environment. So, I mean, I knew that I didn't want to go to grad school and do a PhD right away because I did research and I worked in a lab and I realized like it wasn't for me. So I, the only way that I landed on being able to go into industry was by doing an internship, doing research, comparing the two and deciding on which one would give me the lifestyle that I wanted. What are ways people can go about learning about different things that they might be interested that they just haven't had exposure to yeah so I think one really good way is to get involved in research Mm -hmm. Um, especially as an undergrad it's pretty easy on campus to get like some sort of research experience and especially if you're thinking about like maybe I'm a little like let's say you're BME but you think that you're really interested in maybe in doing mechanical engineering you know maybe approach a 
mechanical engineering professor and try to be in their lab and see if maybe that's something that's a better fit for you. I didn't really know what environmental engineers did until like my junior year, mm-hmm. once you start getting into your upper level classes. Yeah. So I think that your first two years, you might feel a little bit lost, mm-hmm. and, but that's, that's everyone. But if, you, if that gives you some sort of anxiety, you know, start looking for those experiences sooner, whether that's with research or also doing internships shadowing people um going to like seminars stuff like that i know they bring a lot of people onto campus from industry um i don't know like reach out to people if there's something that you're interested in and you're like when i grow up i want to do that Mm -hmm. um if you find someone you know email them most of the time people love talking about themselves so like nine (laughs) times out of ten they'll probably respond to you and be really excited to tell Mm -hmm. you like what they do yeah um so i would say that like don't be afraid to approach people and if you really are lost and just you know try different things sign up for a class that might not be in your major and see and that just about wraps up this week's episode thanks so much for joining us and be sure to subscribe to us on apple podcasts and follow us on soundcloud for our prospective students out there, make sure you're checking vitribiadmission.use.edu for any updates on the application. And for the rest of you, keep reading our blogs and fight on. See you next week. <laughs>